There are certain characteristics we often affix to the role of the common thief. They can be an agent who works in the shadows, using discretion to their advantage. They can disappear in a crowd, becoming unrecognizable from the passengers around them. And above all else, they steal with a purpose, for a reason. No matter how ethical or moral that reason may seem to you and I. Some approach thievery through brazen acts of violence, robbery at gunpoint, breaking and entering a home, bank heists for prized jewels. These plans may be elaborate and methodical or born of sheer chaos and immediate opportunity, but there's one type of thievery that makes itself known through subtlety, the art of pickpocketing. Unlike other types of thievery, it can take on the form of something much more fast and instinctive, at least once you start to get the hang of it. But at first, it's slow and methodical, an intentional action the pickpocketer feels every moment of, from the unfastening of a latch to the swift maneuvering hand invading the central pockets of a purse or jacket. There's an excruciating amount of attention the pickpocket must pay not only to the state of his body, but the presence of the person he's stealing from as well. There's an undeniable thrill to the whole ordeal, the thrill of getting away with something right under someone's nose. If the first dichotomy of pickpocketing is slow versus fast, based on the measure of one's skill, experience, and partnership with other fellow pickpockets, the second dichotomy is the seen versus the unseen, needing to walk the thin line between committing the sly act in a public setting and remaining imperceptible whilst doing so. In Robert Brisson's 1959 film Pickpocket, Michelle is a man who finds himself deep in the dregs of this world of subterfuge and trickery. The scene is Paris. The mark is you. Or him, or her, or them. A passenger on the train or bus. A citizen walking these very same Parisian streets. Every passenger is an opportunity for Michel, to flex his cunning and extend the length of his dexterity for the thrill of dimes and dollars, because it's the only thing he has the skill set, the drive, the presence of mind to accomplish with some consistency, because for him, theft is freedom. It's in this concept that Michelle presents a philosophical argument for thievery as a right for a select group of men, most cunning and clever compared to their contemporaries and peers, men who exist above the law simply for their sheer willingness to put themselves in so much immediate danger day after day. This thematic ideal harkens back to movies like Alfred Hitchcock's Rope, where the characters debate who in society should be bestowed with the privilege to commit murder. Oh, myself, Philip, possibly Rupert. Mm. I'm sorry, Kenneth. The group Michelle begins working in tandem with, honing his pickpocketing skills, aren't quite ravenous, bloodthirsty murderers who kill just for the sake of it. They are common thieves, the epitome of common with uncommon skills. They work as a well-oiled machine of focused chaos never acknowledging one another as they hustle and bustle through public spaces, playing an invisible game of hot potato with the wallets of the everyman. As the audience, we are separated from their victims as well. Their names are unknown, 
They are regular Parisian citizens, train-goers, and bus riders just like them. What truly separates Michelle and the pickpockets of Paris from these people is their willingness to act in defiance of the law. The pickpocket must have no fear of jail, of police, of people, of getting caught. They must abandon the purview of mortal men to become something greater. It's why Michel describes himself and his cohorts as being supermen. This moniker, however, is a fallible one. It describes a perfection that is unattainable and ignores what is most tragic about Michel and his character. We witness in the movie Michelle's strained relationship with his dying mother, and the later revelation after her death that he has been stealing from her behind her back for years and years. In effect, it's the only thing Michelle has truly known how to do. It's why even when given the chance of freedom, that rare opportunity to slip away from under the thumb of the law and leave Paris, he comes back, returns to the scene of the crime, as many a tragic criminal has done before. Pickpocket speaks to how impossible it is to attain a complete sense of freedom. Leading a life dedicated to thievery, to subterfuge, to cunning and guile can only take a man so far. You'll always be somewhat off-kiltered with the beating drum of a world that seeks your total destruction. We are born with a set of skills, and we spend the rest of our lives attempting to hone those skills, whether it be to commit great deeds or wretched ones. And it takes a man with more than a keen eye to look out into society and see not people, but profit. Mind Theater is a solo effort produced and written by me, A.O.A. Kingbade. For updates on the show, as well as my other content, follow Mind Theater Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to show monetary support, the Ko-fi link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. <laughs>